Welcome to Impulsive Podcast. We have Tanya. Hello. Adrian. Hi, guys. Faith. Hey. Tom. Hi. Joining us here today for our Halloween segment. Now that we're in the month of October, let's get into the Halloween spirit. We have plenty of interesting topics today, from Halloween movie reviews to scary stories. So during this month, we have a lot of Halloween movies, but we have taken the time to bring in a review of our favorite horror films, and we're more than happy to share them with you guys today. Okay, so we're going to review our favorite horror movies, or are we are just going to talk about our favorite horror movies? We can go ahead and do a review of our favorite Well, let's movies. talk about our favorite. Okay, so you want me to like just give like a dissertation on horror movies, or like what? You saw. Uh, you can just tell us which ones are your favorites. Which ones are my yeah, favorites, and, wh- okay. and what you like or about who's them? Who's starting? Am I starting? Yeah, okay, you can go I'll ahead. Start. Okay, my favorite horror movies. So I just did the column on uh, horror comedy, which to me is just like the complete best like genre mash ever made because you get like splatterfest, splatterfest gore, which is always fun with just like a mix of like laugh out loud comedy. And I think that the two movies that come out of that one that I really loved were, of course, like uh, Cabin in the Woods, or not Cabin in the Woods, but like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. If you guys have never seen that movie, I highly recommend it. It's like one of the funniest movies like ever made that nobody ever saw. And then, of course, Evil Dead 2, right? It's hilarious. It was originally rated X when it first came out because it's so gory, but it is also... And it's a horror movie? It's a horror movie. But it's comedy. It's a horror comedy, yeah, absolutely. Like Ash, right? Like... You've seen Ash, like, he's the guy with the chainsaw on his hand. So, like, he loses his hand in the movie, and he, yeah. like, puts a chainsaw on it to fight off the demons and, and monsters that are coming into the cabin. It is awesome and hilarious. Off Dude. the top of my head, the only horror comedy that I can remember watching is a real basic one I think everyone's seen. It's uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of, Shaun the, of death. the Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was definitely in my list, too. But, I mean, like, horror comedy is, like, very wide region because you could also put in, like, everybody's seen Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Or like Gremlins. Oh, yeah. I hate that movie. <laughs> Does Gremlins count? Yeah, I, yeah, I think Gremlins. so, yeah. For sure. What about the new movies that are coming out um, that are releasing this month? Or this? Yeah, this month, actually. Well, I mean, there's that uh, Terrifier 2, which is supposed to be like a just complete, absolute psychopathic gore fest, mm-hmm. basically, is what I've heard about it. I know Smiles. Smile is supposed to actually be good. I've I've read some really good stuff about that. I haven't seen it yet. I went to see Don't Look at the Devil. Don't look, Don't Look at the Demon. It was funny as fuck. Really? What is that? Don't Look at the Devil. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one <laughs> yeah. either. Uh, it's kind of like an indie movie, okay. but they took they take it so seriously that it's funny. Oh. So yeah. if you want to laugh, go for it. Don't look at the devil. Yeah, don't look at the demon. No, demon. don't look at the demon. Like yeah. Okay. It's funny and it reminds me of that movie. Uh, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, I love that It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. It's all, yeah. Any recommendations that y'all have for this for this um, season? This Halloween? Yeah. The spooky like season? Like your favorite, oh, your favorite ha- Halloween films to watch? I'd say my favorite one. I think I saw it like two years ago for the first time during quarantine. I saw The Thing. Yes. So good. It's such a great movie. It's yes. about like a group of scientists that are doing some research out on like North Pole, Antarctic, a- Antarctica. Antarctica. Antarctica, and so it's just them isolated by themselves, like eight of them, and this creature alien from space just crash lands, and it shape shifts, so you can't tell who's who, and it starts killing them one by one, and the Wait, whole time, which movie? Like, it's called the thing. Oh, I think I've seen it in the eighties. John Carpenter, 
It's so Kurt good. Kurt Russell in the main role. That's yes, so he's got good. he's got like his long hair and yeah. his the beard. He wears the sombrero. Yeah, <laughs> and he's drinking like bottles of tequila. He's, like, so, he's so cool. He's just like me. But it's <laughs> such a it's great just movie. Like Bruce. <laughs> Literally, it's so good. And like you, you're just as invested as these characters are. Like in the situation they're in, you're like, oh my god, they're all dying. Like we got to figure it out. And there's this one great scene where I think it's Kurt Russell. He's like, I've had enough of this shit. Like. I've had enough of it. Like, he ties up a bunch of people that he thinks are uh, <laughs> are suspects. He's like, we're going to test y'all's blood one by one because they figured out the uh, the creature. It's not each part of its body. is a, It's an independent organism that's working together. So it's like if you attack one little part of it, it reacts. So what they're going to do is they're going to get a little everyone's blood in a little Petri dish. And they uh, they uh, touch it with a hot rod, and it would react against the aliens. If it's just your blood, nothing happens. He does it one by one for each one. It's very slow and meticulous, and it's just building up. And then when it finally does, like the alien shows up, it's like it, like it goes crazy. Great movie, and all the special effects are practical. Yes, so yes. Visually, it's super interesting, and the alien like it shape shifts, so it just turns into like the most like nasty things you could ever imagine. Love the movie. That's great. It's also it's a remake. Oh, that's too. right. Yeah, it was a remake from a John Hughes film. Mm. Or not John Hughes. Sorry, John Hughes. <laughs> I think John. No. One of those early, early, like, like big 50s? Hollywood guys. Yeah, 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 50s. Mm. But yeah, no, and it's it was originally called The Thing from Outer Space. Yeah, I knew it was a longer name, but I couldn't yeah. remember. Um, but yeah, and this was a movie uh, that, yeah, definitely, like, like set the standard for practical effects in films in the 70s and 80s. What year did it come out? Do you know? Like, uh, off the top of your head? Uh, 85, 86. Like, I can't remember. But big recommendation right there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have anything else. Yeah, Faith, what's uh, your favorite horror movie? My favorite horror movie, I wasn't really into horror movies sh- for a while, but something I would always watch like every like October would be Over the Garden Wall. But that's a series, it's a little mini series, and it's like a bunch of cartoon kids, and it's it's like super cute, it's like very rowdy kind of animation. But there's very like throughout the entire show, there's like this underlying theme of death, and like it's very creepy at times. But they always juxtapose it with like super cute things, super like jolly things. I just like always like to watch it. It's like super calming to me every October. I know I've never seen it, but I, it always gave me uh, Gravity Falls vibes. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like that as well. But it's because it's a mini series, they compact it, so it's a it's a bit more intense. How many episodes is it? I wanna say I wanna say twelve, but I'm probably wrong. Alright, pretty good. I know that they also, oh, I think they already came out with it, and already, um, the Halloween ends. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. I feel yeah. like those movies are never going to end, even though it ends. Like Apparently literally it ended in this movie. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they promised that it ended. Uh, I want another one. Give me a part four. <laughs> Keep them coming. The end part two. Halloween ends, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. I don't know. I, I uh, For the new Halloween movies, I did kind of like the first one of the new trilogy. The second one, I thought, was terrible it was so funny it was so bad but here's the thing the the original john carpenter halloween the thing that was so good about it was that there was tension mm-hmm. in every single scene and that like most scenes that were taking place like in public or in a place you could see like michael myers in the background just staring yeah, he's literally just standing you know there. What I mean? <laughs> and that's terrifying and creepy and it really pays off when he comes into the house and kills all the babysitters at the end mm-hmm. you know what i mean 
But all of the new movies, they just they lack the tension. They lack the suspense. They just don't have the same, I don't know, gravitas. Yeah, to well, you know? things have changed so much since then, too. You can't have a movie like that where it's just really slowly paced and very tense. Yeah. Like, it's not going to appeal to a lot of people. I don't know. I did see the new Hellraiser. Did anybody else watch the new Hellraiser? I didn't get to watch it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I was a big Hellraiser fan. Like, it wasn't. I wasn't horribly disappointed. So that's <laughs> about the best review you could hope for with like a reimagining of an old classic horror film. Yeah, those are some great films to watch if y'all are looking into what to watch this Halloween. And uh, moving on, I know that you know we've all had our share of scary stories or any paranormal activities. So do you all want to share that? I can go ahead and start. I couldn't name you a paranormal activity story, like, right off the top of my head. But I will say, as a little child, I was just, like, constantly scared of everything. I was, like, frightened easily. I can remember seeing, we're in, I think we were in Mexico City, and, like, any big cities, there's people, like, in costumes just walking around and you take a picture with them for money or whatever. It was late at night, and it was this guy dressed up as the mask from Jim Carrey. And I was already scared of that movie as is, but the dude had, like, the costume on point, you know, it looked amazing. But I just saw it from my car. I'm like, that's terrifying. It just shook into my core. But that's not much of a ghost story. I mean, that's something that as a kid you found scary. And now as an adult, you see as yeah, something that's pretty normal. Still terrifying. No, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if this is paranormal either. But, like, back when I lived in Japan, my friend and I would, like, go, like, temple hunting. Which is, like, we go to, like, weird places and we go, like, look for temples. And, like, I live, like, in a... I used to live, like, in a mountain because the, the university used to live in a mountain. So in the mountain, there was, like, a lot of forest, right? So we go into, like, the wild. And, like, you know, it was late at night. We were looking for, like, temples or whatever. And then, like, we just see, like, this weird girl, like, in a temple. Like, in a really small temple, like, praying. Which we were not expecting. And we just, like stay there like look at her like we had our lanterns pointing at her but like she wouldn't turn around she was just like praying really fast and we're like well, you know what we just uh, let's get out of here and then after that we just left and did we never did that again did you ever go to the like the suicide forest in japan no never i'm too scared of that oh yeah, like I to find something that i want to like find no. <laughs> oh yeah it's terrifying yeah no i watched a special like on tv about that like the ultimate terrifying places and i think that was number one like yeah, even, like, going in the train can be kind of scary because you never know who's, like, going to jump, like, on the train because there's, like, so many suicides that happen like that in Japan. And, um, Is yeah. that a thing, like, all over Japan? Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I know, like, my friend, she was, like, terrified of going. Like, this is, like, this brand of uh, Japanese trains called JR trains. Um, and she would, like, terrify on going on these trains because they would be, like, the most haunted trains because many people would jump in front of them. Um, yeah, it, it went kind of sad. I'm sorry, but you know, no, no, no. That's <laughs> like the like the Apple uh, uh, companies in China, right? They mm. had to put up the suicide nets because people were so they had they <laughs> they kept jumping off the buildings. I've heard of that story. Yeah. That's one of those. that's so crazy. You're like, I don't know if that's real <clears> or not, but I can definitely see that being real. Yeah, yeah. At least we all have our iPhones, though. Yeah. But the suicide forest—that's like um, this. Like, what's the history or what's the um, I don't know if the represents talk about the history, but um, basically most people go there uh, to commit suicide because they don't want their families to find their bodies, or um, sometimes 
because when you jump like on a train, you have to pay, your family members have to pay the other people who have been like involved in it. Mm. Kind of, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to explain it. Kind of yeah. like how compensate, compensate yeah, for the time loss or whatever. The trauma that they suffered watching somebody jump in front of a train. Yeah, or basically just the time that they lost because of the train, or like they have to go like clean up the train or whatever. Mm. I'm not really sure about that, but um, in the forest, it just I mean it's like free to go, I guess you know, and you can just go commit suicide there and then um i mean very hard to find the bodies because it's like really really big a little bit unrelated but i just want to touch on it real quick have you guys heard those stories uh the bodies on top of mount everest like all the climbers going up there and they just freeze and like you can't get them down because you can barely be up there for like 20 minutes as is and they're (laughs) like dude i heard that people actually that go there they use them as like points yeah to like because of the different colors to like you know base I for like where they are i've heard one it's like guy in like in yellow pants pretty much like oh yeah once you pass that body <laughs> yeah. like 20, 20, 20 other minutes that way and you'll make it to the top yeah that is wild stuff speaking of suicide no, I'm just kidding. nice <laughs> no no i uh i never had any like kind of like supernatural thing but like my parents did tell me that because uh, my mom was like adamant about like having all of her children at home right like midwife stuff like that but apparently I was born in a house, <clears throat> and they got it super cheap because somebody had killed themselves in the house. So I always thought that there was, like, an extra soul, like, following me around of that person who decided they didn't want to live anymore. But in your house? No, in me. Oh. Whoa. Because <laughs> you were born in the house? I was born in the house where somebody had committed suicide. It's kind of poetic. Well, life is gone, but another one is... Did you born there? Yeah. <laughs> like, did you feel any any certain way or something that you had that feeling of... Well, I wouldn't know because I don't know how anyone else feels. Oh. Right? You just feel like a twin all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, did you ever see The Darker Half? Darker Half? It's a Stephen it. King story. Uh-uh. It was about a, a guy who had like a, an undeveloped uh, <laughs> Siamese twin, basically. Blah, that's nasty. <laughs> it like, it had like a conscience and a soul and stuff. That reminds <laughs> me of Malignant. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, what about y'all? Any other supernatural stories we got going on here? I don't know if it's like supernatural, but like in 2020, got murdered at my apartment. <laughs> oh my and god! So like, so like, what ended up happening with that is that I, I found out like a year later. It was towards the back of my the back of my apartment complex, and the thing is like, it's because our gate. Oh, I shouldn't say, but our gate is like, it's weird. Sometimes it's broken, so sometimes people just like come in and stuff. And so, like, that's already kind of scary. And apparently there was this woman, like, and her husband. And, like, people were, like, I knew that from them. Mm-hmm. That they were, like, a nice couple or whatever. But um, story was, like, the guy cheated on her. So she shot him. But then she was trying to say it was suicide. But from the angle of the bullet, like, it couldn't be suicide. And so, obviously, the police found out. They dealt with that. But, yeah, so... um. Sometimes I go to, like, the kind of, like, ditch area. They call it the dog park. It's more of a ditch. <laughs> it's just, like, it's where, like, if it rains, it, like, floods, and it's, like, a bunch of mosquitoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I go there to, like, walk my dog, and when it, there's no lights there either. So if it's, like, late at night, and I'm, like, there with my dog, I have to keep the flashlight on. And sometimes you get, like, really eerie feelings. And, like, sometimes it's just, like, like, the feeling of, like, someone's always watching you. And it doesn't help that sometimes, because it's, like, several people live there. So sometimes it's kind of, like, weird interactions between people, too. Very unsafe feeling. <laughs> I didn't expect this group to have such dark stories. 
Well, I have something. I guess it could be considered something um, paranormal. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the phrase, like, in Spanish, it's set the suben muerto, like the dead. I have that all the time. on you when you are asleep. And so one time, this is kind of different, though. One time um, I was asleep, but you know that that sleep, that stage where you're aware of what's going on, but you're asleep, Mm -hmm. but you can still hear and be aware of what's going on. So I think it was like in the early morning, I had gone, done something and come back and sleep. And I think there was no one home. Or if, if there was, it was only like my little brother or something. And so all of a sudden I hear or I feel like someone come and brush against me and just like whisper something in my ear. And it just kind of gave me like an eerie feeling. And it was like a woman's voice. I could swear to you it was a woman's voice. And so then I wake up and um, my little brother's asleep and there's no one else. And later on, I asked him, like, hey, did you come over? And did you? he's like, no, like, I just woke up. I was asleep this whole time. And I could have sweared, I could have sworn to you guys it was a woman's voice, like a whisper. Yeah. I had, like, well, when I have sleep paralysis, I had, like, like old women, like, screaming in my face. And it, like, it's been, it's, it happens, like, quite often, especially when I was, like, a kid. But now it's, like, okay. But it's it feels really bad. Have you ever, like, um, woken up and then realized, like, it's a dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that it's I don't know. It was one of the scariest experiences I ever had. Like you do your day and everything, and then you wake up and it's like, oh, it's a dream, <laughs> and then you do it again, and it's like a cycle. Like it never ends until like you wake up, right? But yeah, kind of related. But well, it's funny because I love like the the idea or concept of dreams. Like I almost like have wanted to like focus on um, what do they call it where you. Participate in your dreams. Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Have you all ever seen the movie Waking Life? Mm-mm. Oh, so it's like a movie, basically, like that is a lucid dream, kind of. You should see it. That was a really, really cool movie. Anyway, but like, I feel like that that would take away like the kind of like mystery and power of dreams at the same time, right? Like, if you were like aware and conscious of what was going on in your dreams, you wouldn't. I don't know. I feel. I don't know. Like, like, should you? like like control that part because like that's kind of the beauty of it is that it's uncontrollable and it goes in directions that right like i don't know i mean like dreams to me are like so bizarre and weird it's like waking up in a david lynch film you know i actually have now that we're talking about sleep paralysis and dreams and all that stuff so when i was younger we used to live in this in this trailer before which had three rooms and it was like the master bedroom and um, it had two other little rooms, but one of the the little rooms was um, like it was my dad's shop or something. He had an indoor shop where he would sell like snacks and stuff like that. And the room next to that, it it was like super tiny, right? It, you could literally just fit a bed and that's it. And the room next to that was shared between my older brother and I. We would claim it was our room, but we never really wanted to sleep there um, because every time, well, to me personally, every time that I slept in there. I would get sleep paralysis and I would have the same nightmare all the time. Like I would, dr- one time I remember, um, well, I still remember the dream. It was my mom, my mom and I were in this like deserted city. There was like skyscrapers all around us and um, the car wouldn't move. Like we were just stuck in the car. And I remember 
there was monsters and cyclops like all around us and giants and they would just be banging on the on the window and um but the city was deserted like nobody could help us it was just deserted and and, and um abandoned there was like the the buildings were demolished halfway and i remember i would always try to scream and in my dream i would be screaming but i you know i couldn't really I don't know how to explain. I don't know if you ever had that where you're screaming, but you can't you're really scream. You're not making any noise. You're not making any noise. I would always get that same um, uh, nightmare all the time, every time I slept in there. And so moving on, you know, we got a house built and they demolished that trailer or whatever. And I remember when I was younger, my cousin lived there in that little room for a while before we before um, my brother and I started sleeping there, my cousin used to live there with her husband and her kid. And now we have like different beliefs. I remember <coughs> my and and then I remember I told my mom about what used to happen, what used to happen to me before, because she didn't know why we never wanted to sleep in that little room. And so fast forward, my mom and my dad tell me like, "What? Like you used to have these bad dreams? Is that why you never wanted to sleep there?" Blah blah. blah. And then my mom says, "Yeah, one time I went in there to clean or whatever." And they had this huge altar with um, a bunch of, like, dark stuff. In the room. In that little room. Because I used to be their little room before it was ours. The little one where my brother and I used to sleep. The one where I had the nightmares. So, hold on. Your parents had a satanic altar in the room where you fell asleep? Not my my parents. (laughs) My cousin who who used to live there before. So, then they moved out. And then my brother and I started sleeping there. And then, well, my parents never told us what they found until later when I told them that I used Where to have was these it dreams. Some sort of like inside a wall or something. The the, the no, it was like there in the corner. Okay. So does your cousin still like do stuff like that? Do they? Can can she help with it? Like, uh, did she just leave it? I no. I mean, then my mom. Well, my parents, you know, have different beliefs. They don't. They're so against that, you know. And uh, my mom. And my dad, I guess, told him, like, hey, if you're going to be living here, you can't have those dreams. And I guess they did away with them. But my point is, I think, like, I don't know, something stayed there. Like it was like lingering. a spirit trap in there, and it wanted you to scream. I don't Wouldn't know. Let you but it was scream. just the weirdest thing. And I remember, you know, this was just like a year or two years ago that I told my parents about that. And we put two and two together. And it was just crazy to think that, you know, we used to sleep there. And I would always get an eerie feeling. I would have these nightmares all the time. And I guess... I finally got an explanation as to what happened, and I, I just thought it was crazy. Did you ever hit crazy. your cousin up and be like, "Yo, like"? No, I never did. Never. That's terrifying. I hate all of that. I'm not very superstitious, but I still wouldn't want to tempt the fates by having some sort of altar in my room. I know. Yeah, uh, that's that's scary. The hell, oh, sorry. Uh, no, 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 because I used to have a neighbor, like, a cr- I was living at this apartment complex, like, here in McAllen, and, um, like, the, the neighbor, uh, like, right across from me, like, I could see, like, on their patio, because I was on the second floor, they were on the first floor, but the whole closet for the outside, it was painted black, and then just, like, full of, like, skull candles, and, a like, sign. a grim reaper, like, with, you know, it was just, like, I remember I had somebody come over one time, and they were, like, yeah, I wouldn't don't don't mess with those people. Like just, just stay stay far away You're from like that. Them. That's not normal. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, no. Uh, I didn't uh I didn't try. I know like a lot of people in Mexico have like they pray to the Santa Muerte. Um I think that's something like that. That's pretty um 
valid, I guess, if you're into those kind of things. Yeah, it, I guess it's kind of um, related to like the dark side, the dark, uh, I don't want to say magic, but I don't know, just the dark magic, the dark side of it. And now that we're talking about that, I know that d around this time, so like my dad had like a, a farm and um, sometimes he, he um, some people ask him for like, do you have like a complete black chicken or a complete black um oh, for, for black goat. magic yes it's a <laughs> sacrifice right they yeah, want to sacrifice it right? and it's crazy because they start they, really? they literally tell him yeah they'll literally tell him i don't want it to have any any white or any other color it has yeah. to be completely black but like where do you where do you find it like how do you get chickens well i mean they're 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 breeders, they're they're breeders. They're, yeah, they're yeah. yeah. But you know how sometimes they have a little birthmark or they have a little white spot because of their dad or the mom or whatever. But there's some that are completely black. No, I'm not saying like, not like completely blacker than their legs and everything, but just like all their feathers. Black. Wild. I never thought about that ever. They try to be slick with it. They're like, what's it for? It's like, oh, what you did your dad say though? <laughs> well, That's my cool. dad doesn't like to, when they ask him, he'll be like, yeah, like I'll try to catch one, but he doesn't really like to participate in that. <coughs> right, right, right. Like it's like a, it's this, it, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's like like a trail of like bad vibes coming from yeah. anything like that. I think. But there's people that will go and just ask for that. Like, I want a completely black chicken. Wow. And I've heard stories too of um, during uh, this month, especially of black cats going missing. I'm not even kidding. No. I've seen it on the news, or I've seen it. That's I've seen like a story cats. done on it where a lot of black cats will go missing. Which is sad. Because they use them for rituals they too. Also, yeah, they also use oh. them for rituals. Because I guess the color black to them symbolizes something dark, I guess. Leave I them alone. I hate that. They have a black cat in my apartment complex. I mean, like, she's kind of feral. She's like, she has like an eye and stuff. But she's pregnant, so now I'm concerned. Let's get the cat on the podcast. They've got stories <laughs> to tell. Wait, the missing eye? With the missing eye? Her boyfriend has a missing eye, too. Oh. They're, like, they're, like, made they're for so each other. Mates. And now that we're talking about black cats, I know also there's, like, superstitions that a lot of people believe in. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard any, but I've, I've heard of the, if the black cat crosses in front of your car while you're driving, you know, that's bad, or you're going to have bad luck. Also, if you... If you cross under a, a ladder, yeah. you'll mm -hmm. have seven years of bad luck. Yeah, breaking a mirror. Breaking a mirror, opening uh, an umbrella inside the house. Hat on salt. the bed. Oh, hat. yeah, spilling salt. Spilling salt. I haven't heard of hat on the bed. Hat on the bed, yeah, that's one. Apparently, like, you know, just hat on the bed. Like yeah. a hat? A cap? A hat, or like what? Yeah. Like a cap? Yeah. Why, though? I don't know. Why <laughs> any of them? Well, yeah, well, why the tossing <laughs> salt? <laughs> like walking under an open ladder. This is one day somebody decided, huh? Yeah, it sounds like bad luck. They just try to explain I their bad luck. I used to line. do some of those things as a kid just to piss my mom off. Just to tempt the fates. She'd be so mad. Another one um, that's crazy is my mom. I get all these from my mom. Like, I've been hearing her. And she says that when the, because we have turkeys, she says that when the turkey sings or when they do their little. Turkey little sings. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. That's yeah. <laughs> that um, it's because it's going to announce bad news. Oh, yay. <laughs> so silly. That they're announcing bad news. I mean, I would like a heads up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least they're, they're like, blah, 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 blah. the bad stuff is coming. Blah, yeah, blah, they're giving blah. you a heads up. Wait, for real? She thought that? <laughs> no, yeah, for real. She well, she believes in that. Like, she firmly believes in that. And um, recently, 
you know, something happened and the night before she said that she heard the turkey and she's like, I knew it, like when the turkey the turkey always announces sorry, bad news. No, I know. Before. No, I love that though. Another the, tur- the turkey's looking out for you. The turkey's like, yo, you gotta like. You have bad news. Have y'all? So, also th- no, no. This is a really interesting point that I want to bring around. Y'all, uh, did everybody ever? You guys were probably really young when this came out, but like the uh, Quentin Tarantino and uh, Robert Rodriguez's Grindhouse came out. You guys it's like the one I haven't seen. Okay, so it's like Death Proof and Planet Terror, right? So when it came out in the theaters, they had gotten a bunch of like other filmmakers to direct the like, fake trailers, the fake trailers, right, right. right. And uh, one of them was like Eli Roth's "Thanks Killing." Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> it's like yeah. the giant turkey running around <laughs> killing people. <laughs> it's like it's coming for you. <laughs> Maybe that's where the idea searched yeah. from. I don't know, <laughs> but um. Speaking of all these superstitions, have y'all also heard of the owls, the lechuzas? Oh, yeah. Being that they're wi- a witch? That they're accused of being witches. Have y'all ever had an encounter with a, any... Have y'all ever seen an owl, like a lechuza? I mean, I've seen one, but at, at the zoo or something, because oh. they did that thing where you, you can put an owl on your like arm. But I'm super scared of birds, right? <laughs> and so... um. I have I just have a picture of me like sobbing like real hard <laughs> as a little kid oh. with an owl on my thing. I don't know if that did anything to me, but like yeah, there's that. I've heard that they're like big. They're big and they're like scary because their eyes are massive and they do that thing with like their they neck. twist their oh, the three sixty. They have like neck. super long legs. Like have if you like stretch it out, it's have you had an encounter well, like, like outside? Like going to Twin Peaks, the owls are not what they seem. Spooky. No, nobody's ever seen Twin Peaks. No. Oh. My brother my brother told me one time he was driving home and just randomly like this huge owl as he was driving it just like perched or stood on his car or just drove by his car and Okay, that's kind of cool though. It hit his car. Oh, that's oh, not cool. That's bad luck. <laughs> as nah. he was that's driving home and I thought that was crazy and then my dad um one time he was in the backyard at night and he said that this um owl just was perched on the on one of the trees. And it was just like staring at him, yes, eyeing him down. And then, oh my god, I have so many <laughs> stories. And then one time, also, this a man that used to live there in the neighborhood passed away, and they were having like a ceremony for him. And as the ceremony was going on, this white owl just flew by at night in the open. A ceremony like for the guy? Over? Yeah, like you know, um, like remembering him or something. Oh, he died. Yeah, he passed away, and he, they were having this ceremony. like a wake, a wake. I guess that's a what you. Remembering like the white, like kind of Harry Potter white owl. I don't know. My dad just said this white Ed owl Wink. just flew oh. by. The messenger owl. Oh. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I've ever seen an owl in person. I haven't either. Because I feel like if I did, I'd be like, "That's so cool." I just think they're really cool animals. Like yeah, until it's just guy. like staring daggers at you. I'd be like, "Don't eat me. I'm not a little <laughs> mouse, please." Well, I'm glad that we all got to share these experiences and that we, you know, got to hear all these superstitions and all these great things um but let's get a little bit more into depth and into depth i'm sorry (laughs) yeah while we're at it let's all get a little bit more dead let's talk into depth and talk about the history of halloween so we have faith here sharing a little bit of the history of halloween our very own halloween expert I'm I'm far from an expert, but um, I think the history of Halloween is pretty cool. 
because it comes from like this Celtic um, tradition of like, so, um, I might say this cr- incorrectly, but Samhain, it's like Samhain. So basically, they have like all these. Um, they believe like at this time the spiritual realm and like reality or like our realm, like the barrier becomes thinner. So they kind of do these little festivals like bonfires and stuff to kind of celebrate that. But also kind of like try to ward away the people who are, you know, like bad spirits and stuff. And then years later, the Romans conquer the Celts. So when that happens, obviously they bring in their own traditions. And at this time, the Romans were still very pagan, right? So they have their own kind of gods and goddesses. So one of them's like Pomona, and she's like the goddess of and she has like her symbols an apple and stuff like that and they'll be celebrating the harvest around this time as well that's why um because it's like the end of the harvest so they're all celebrating like all the food they got and that's kind of where the tradition of bobbing for apples was said to originate from because like it's like they're just celebrating like their little goddess you know what i mean they're doing like their little festivities but then christianity christianity came over and they're like well no pagans are <laughs> Shout out Christianity. <laughs> no, that's that's what they're the best at is ruining everything. <laughs> we're gonna get canceled, guys. Yeah, we're gonna get canceled <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, Christianity came, and they're like, well, you know, no pagan gods, obviously. But um, well, I think it was really interesting because they still mixed in both Roman traditions and Celtic traditions. Mm-hmm. So they still would have these bonfires, and they would still like you know be bobbing for apples. They'd still wear costumes. Just to kind of ward off evil spirits, mm-hmm. but instead, like it would be kind of demonized other like spirits stuff like that. And um, trick or treating came around at this time as well, but it's like soul cakes. Mm-hmm. So like, not just children, but like, just the poor of the town would go into like the cities and like ask for soul cakes. Like, here, you can give it because it's like again harvest time. They're like, yeah, here, here's like some food. So right. neat. So that's the treat. Where did the trick come from? So that then comes years later. So now we're coming to America. America. Again, we, we ruined everything. Woo. So, um, so, you know, European um, immigrants come over. They bring in their traditions. But around this time, they, it kind of loses its um, secular meat. Um, it's like religious meaning. It becomes more of a community holiday because, you know, like, I guess people were tempted, like, oh, we're going, like, devils and spiritual and stuff, whatever. They decided to be, like, kind of mischievous. So for a while, the government kind of had to, like, be worried about people, like, causing mischief during this night and, like, being little rebels because they're, like, oh, look, witches and stuff like that. And so it's, like, so now it came trick or treat and kind of kept on evolving, evolving until it became, like, a community thing. So it's actually also why, like, adults stopped participating in these events and they just did kids mm-hmm. they're like adults were like a little too wild wait 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> i'm not supposed to be out trick-or-treating no. no you're supposed to be giving out the candy instead of eating <laughs> your children's candy oh well nobody told me that so just say it's really basically halloween has been always a very like american thing right kind of in the sense like europeans would celebrate it like jack-o'-lanterns came from like the irish and stuff like that but I think Halloween, as we know it today, mm-hmm. um, very much evolved from like European immigrants coming in, and you know Americans Americans taking it as their own and like mm-hmm. continuing evolving that kind of traditions. Yeah, I love that origin of 
people wear costumes to ward off evil spirits. That's yeah, really, that's that. really fun. I like that because you're like, oh well, like you're one of us, and it's like it's kind of cute. It was never meant to be kind of like <laughs> demon baiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're gonna like kind of look kind of cute. Well, somewhere. have y'all ever seen those pictures that'll show up sometimes of like? The costumes that they wore in like 1900 yeah. that are like beyond creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think so. Which I think is the point, right? Terrifying. Yeah. I was supposed yeah. to like scare off the spirits, which I think is really funny. Yeah. But they're like so worse than anything you're going to see today. Like a million times worse. You should start wearing those again. <laughs> Please. Little kids are wearing those terrifying costumes. It's I like mean, a bag over their head. Little, little Johnny, you want to wear it? I'm like, no. Of course not. It was awful. It'd be really funny though if, like, let's say you had a family and one kid was like in this like really traditional like 1900 kind of Halloween costume, and then you have like Elsa next to him. No, you're kind of cute. Yeah, I just find it crazy how you know all these practices have have evolved into what we know Halloween as now. The whole giving out candy and it used to not be candy, and the whole wearing the costumes, like you said, you know, it used to be creepy costumes, and now it's like cute costumes i have a question for fate so like are there like in european countries do people still like dress as like traditional halloween is supposed to be or like we don't do that anymore well like that's the thing like i i don't really know as much because well at least in the philippines right we don't really celebrate halloween we stop at a certain age mm-hmm. and my friend from the netherlands they they kind of celebrate it, but not really mm-hmm. so I'm sure, like, they do their own things and they do uh, their own celebrations as well. And they do, like, the traditional Halloween thing because it's such a big cultural event mm-hmm. with really, like, deep roots. But at least from the research I've seen, like, it's America that goes off. America goes hard on Halloween. I have one more question. Do you know the history of jack-o'-lanterns? Jack-o'-lanterns? I believe I read that. <laughs> I'm putting your knowledge to the test here. Please, it's being tested in. Apparently, I didn't study hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it came from, like, Ireland. So, like, apparently the Library of Congress has this, like, kind of list of where all these traditions come from. And so jack-o'-lanterns came from, like, Ireland. And I want to say that they did it to to ward off the spirits. And they just kind of, like, had these pumpkins and took it out and, like, the heads and, like, kind of to ward them off. Kind of, like, again, I could be wrong. Very much I could be wrong. But that's kind of like where I saw it. And so when they brought it over, instead of like using these talismans or kind of warding off, they're like, ooh, cute decorations. Kind of quirky. Kind of cute, kind of quirky, yeah. Uh, you could be wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel I have a feeling. <laughs> and like the Christian, it's so random, but the Christian people celebrate Halloween because I think like I've seen some Christian people celebrate it. I think it depends on like where you are with your faith, like with anything, right? Yeah. But, um,. I know, like, there's this church that I drive by, and they call it, like, a fall festival. And it's on October 31st, but it's very much not, like, witches or anything supernatural like that. They're just, like, we got pumpkins you can carve, and we got food. Mm. And I'm like, I, I used to go to a, a Catholic school, and every, every October they'd have the fall festival. And I'm not going to lie, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But you're right, no supernatural stuff. It was more like just the fall aesthetic, like hay bales and carving pumpkins and cottage. Yeah, little yeah. like little rider on a on a tractor kind of oh. kind of vibes. It was cute. Oh, I like I like that. It's like tractor energy. That's cute. Be a farmer is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the? If you guys have any like 
specific practices that y'all do or like any tradition that y'all do on Halloween? I'm asking because I me parties. as yeah, a kid, like a I tradition. never celebrated Halloween. I never dressed up, never went trick-or-treating. <gasps> so I just want to know more or less like your experience. You never went trick-or-treating? No, I've never gone trick-or-treating. <gasps> I've never dressed up. I've never. Is it because religion or just because you didn't want to? Your parents weren't into it, it, it's funny because I never just I've never did any of that as a kid because my parents, it, it was kind of, I guess, r- religious reasons. But now that I'm older, I have two younger siblings and they've dressed up on multiple occasions. I think they'll go, they'll take them um, trick or treating and, and all these things. So it's just like very unfair. Yeah, I mean, should do you it. Could, you could go trick or treating now. Yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, it's never too late. Never got to do this when I was as a yeah. twenty-three year old. No, yeah. please. definitely. Well, let's be, go with your like brothers, like first sisters. Time. Dude, we'll all go together. Let's just let's <laughs> go. Impulsive. Yeah. I'll go with you, and then you come to me yeah. to the party. I think we should set the stage, though. I mean, the, 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 at least like some of us are in costumes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think for Halloween traditions, I don't really have much going on. Because uh, my parents weren't very religious, but it's definitely not a Mexican thing. Halloween, Dia de los Muertos, would be what they knew. Yeah, that's more of how yeah. I think Hispanic or in the culture, in the Hispanic that's culture, that's celebrating. what they celebrate. What were you guys actually celebrating? My mom would make an altar at home oh, okay, or one of my cute. grandparents. What's that? Just a little altar. So for the Day of the Dead, you you honor their the spirits by making a little altar. Have you seen Coco, yeah. yeah. Coco is my under. That's like oh, literally yeah, all pretty I much. know about. The way I like to think about it is like if the spirit was traveling, the altar would be like a nice little pit stop filled with things that they like and like pictures of their family and everything. And you put like, I know there's meanings to them. I know people put cash on it and it's it's not literally, oh, they need five bucks. It's like uh, it's supposed to have a symbolic meaning to it. But And you also put like their favorite dish whatever it might be like a little pandusa or something like there's like, like the candles mean supposed to like there is lighting the way from like the, yeah. the underworld to like i'm not gonna lie it's super I, I love it it's such a cute thing and you i think in the edinburgh museum right nearby campus i remember going to visit it when i was a kid because they have a bunch of public altars that uh i don't know how you get to put yours up there but you do and you go and visit it and you walk through it and you just get to see like how much people love like their relatives that have passed away and looking at each altar is like a little glimpse into that person like what they were like and just all the family folk it's really it's a really wholesome thing i'm not gonna lie oh my god it's so cute and uh but yeah that's the experience my parents had with that so it wasn't much of like trick-or-treating or anything if i ever did that that's just because my friends invited me my parents were like we don't know anything about that go ahead sure no, no, that's funny because, like, in you know, for like my culture, from like hillbilly culture, like rednecks, nice. Like we were just excited. We were like happy when somebody finally died. Like it was just, oh, like, oh thank God, we don't have to deal with that. <laughs> like, so there was no remembering somebody's personality. No, it was like gone too soon. Thank God, you're like get him out of here. <laughs> Rest in peace. But now that we're talking about trick or treating, um, I just wanted to quickly just touch this topic about how as a kid we were always warned about like being careful with your candies and checking mm. your candy even today so yeah, yeah and i just think that's crazy how there's people out there who will, you know with malicious intent give something bad that could harm a child or anyone that you know, and the thing it. is i don't want i don't want to make this like an american thing like the british they never did that we're like our candies like like yeah we americans are I evil 
Yeah, we're like, I we're not trying to poison anyone. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that those are, like, one of those things that was, like, kind of, like, one of those, like, old wives' tales that, like, may have almost happened one time, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, pre-internet, like, it was, like, just, like, every time this story got told, you know, it was just, like, slightly more exaggerated, right? So it was, like, probably one of those things, like, everybody's just, like, oh, watch out, they're gonna put acid in your blah, 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 mm-hmm. it's, like, why would, you know what I mean? Like, what would be the point of that, and why would somebody, like, give their drugs out for free, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. they cost money. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly, like, well, I don't, I don't mean, like, in the, you know, like, I don't know, I just, I don't, I don't think maybe maybe at some point somebody's been that malicious where they've like done something like that but there was a article um a news article from the early 20th century and they did actually poison the candy really it was like like somebody went to like hh holmes house for like (laughs) trick-or-treating i heard of like needles too which is like even it's easier i guess possible yeah i mean that's why we like we have our kids like not eat anything that isn't like factory sealed mm, you know yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it's a butterfinger but you know it's a butterfinger like my butterfinger <laughs> you know yeah we don't we throw away the homemade treats sorry guys Aww. but yeah don't give out homemade cookies no yeah you know? hard to trust people nowadays um, moving on, I see that that most of you guys are wearing costumes. So I just want to go down down the line and ask, you know, what you're dressed as and you know the reason behind what made you choose your costume. So starting off with Anya, would you care to tell us? I'm a maid because I want to be cute, and I mean, it, it goes with my personality. So French maid specifically, right? Or no? Well, okay. To be honest, this is not a costume. This is actually something I will wear like every day to just hang out. <laughs> and you I have an actual maid costume. Yeah, this is just like I said, I'll wear it. I have um, to ask, did you wear it yesterday to the maid no, cafe? No, I wore my actual maid costume. Oh, you have you have an actual maid costume? Yes. What do you mean by actual? Like, it's authentic or it's... No, it looks like a maid costume. This doesn't look like much like a maid thing. It kind of does. Like, like for your maid costume, like the French maid kind of thing? Like yeah, the one with the frills like and the yeah, like More like maid-like. This one's just like, you know, cute, whatever. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just my reason. I just wanted to be a maid. Looking good, looking good. Thank but, you. But... It, I can't stop like looking over and like smiling hysterically because you are wearing the crown right now too. Which oh, is that's actually yeah. every time I look yeah. up, I snicker. <laughs> it's because it's like that class difference, but I love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm the queen guy. Like, well, the crown is for Adrian. Yeah. So she stole my costume. Moving, moving you gave it to me. Mm. So moving on to Adrian. Adrian, would you care to tell us what you dressed as today and what made you choose your costume? Of course. So I already told you guys, but I'll say for the podcast, I wanted. to... I was originally gonna come dressed as Walter White for for Halloween. I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, really into it, and I've got a lot of the pieces already. But I don't have the facial, the goatee, or the glasses, and the bald cap is a whole thing to put on. I thought you just bought a bald cap and it looked perfectly as soon as you put it on, but no, you have to glue it. Yeah, gotta put makeup. Like it's a whole, it's a whole world that I was unfamiliar with, and uh, and for those that haven't seen Breaking Bad. The most iconic Walter White, I think, is around season four when he's got a little bandage on his nose and it's a, uh, it's just he's going through it. It's all I'll say. But so I had the bandages and and uh, I had a little fake blood. I was trying to see what I could come up with. And lit- I'm not gonna lie, like ten minutes before taking off because I I wanted to wear something for something small. I'm like oh, I have this king crown in my closet that I got like at some 
middle school dance like years ago. I'm like, what do, what can I do with that? And uh, and then I'm like, hey, that creepy older kid from Hereditary. I can <laughs> nail that look. I got the two main pieces right there. So it's uh, it was a very nice. Uh, I'm really glad I came up with it. Is what I'm trying to say, and it's super simple. And my favorite thing about it is because I got the bandage on my nose right now. I've got fake blood on too. I've been walking around campus. I've had multiple people just stare at me. I went to the bathroom right before this podcast, and the maintenance guy was just there, and I was just washing my hands. And I could see him, like, just staring at me. <laughs> but I was just washing my hands. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I got him in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and I won. Violence in the workplace. I used to love to mess with my wife like that. Like, I would put, like, makeup on the kids. Like, black eye makeup on them and, like, wait till she got home. That's evil. Looking good. <laughs> <laughs> that was very creative. Yeah. Moving on to Tom. Okay. Uh, so I guess none of y'all have ever seen Ted Lasso, right? The show with I, Jason Sudeikis. I've seen the thumbnail for it. You've seen the thumbnail for it. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, you know, I'm a mustachioed man. Uh, and I pretty much have always kind of like based my costume around whatever mustached figure That's was a like really good a big idea. out there at the time because then it could be you know more genuine. So I've been like you know Bill the Butcher from uh, Gangs of New York in the past, you know the Daniel Day Lewis thing, mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, and I, and I fell in love with this show. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. They're like 25, 30 minutes each episode. But the thing that's so good about this character is that he's just, like, so bottom, infinitely optimistic about everything. Like, there's, like, I, like, looked up today, like, there's, like, a whole list of, like, Ted Lasso-isms. And one of my favorite ones that he says is, like, taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse, isn't it? If you're comfortable while doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but there's like an infinite number of those things. Like he'll just like look over and say like, "Yeah, it's a lot like Kanye West's 808 and Heartbreaks, isn't it?" Aww. Very underrated. You know what I mean? Like, and he's just like constantly, but he's always optimistic, and he's the coach of this like soccer team, and it's it's just a really really great show. And we were watching it, and I was like, "That's my costume this year." So that so what you're wearing is one of the. Yeah, well, you know, I've got the coach whistle and the mustache, of course, yeah. and then like it's actually like a Ted Lasso shirt too, because oh. it's like a oh, soccer wow. shirt. Yeah, there you go. it's because he's a soccer coach, and then of course I have the visor, so you know, and and I have the aviator glasses that he wears too that are over there though. Come on back here. Yeah. And babe. <laughs> costume. It's my favorite costume. I know. I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> they don't. Um, Bahanya came in and she had like these little cat ears. They have like these bells on it. So I'm just like, so when I'm not wearing like the headphones uh, for the podcast, I'll just like put on the little cat ears, like walk around and like to shake my head and like. It's a shame we don't have the cat headphone ears. You know the combo oh, the, going the on. The gamer girl kind of. The cat gamer ear. girl ones. I'd be such a freak out of that. So yeah, that's just Wait. like my little costume. Um, and lastly, do you guys have any any plans for for this Halloween party? Party, party, party. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a party. Party. Any trick or treating plans? Uh, probably not. Maybe, maybe with my little brother, I'll go with him. I will definitely be taking my kids trick or treating. We're actually Ooh. doing the fall festival for their school tomorrow. 
So do you guys have any um any I- other I- Halloween costume ideas like for the day the actual day of Halloween? I pay a lot for my like my maid costumes and you're just gonna use as much as you can. <laughs> Adrian, you said Walter White. Walter White. I'm not gonna lie. This hereditary one's a pretty good one because I like Tom was saying. I like dressing up as characters that you kind of already assemble. So he's like taking advantage of the mustache going on. I'm a tall and lanky man, so I just gotta like. Go into that. Well, you're gonna need to get the severed head to go along Gotta. with your. I'm you're gonna, gonna stick need with that one. A get a severed head and carry it around with you. Be like, oh yeah, this is my little sister. Someone's gonna have you to know? take one for <laughs> the team. <laughs> no, I can't see the. Oh, that's no. dark. <laughs> that is. That is from the movie, though. This is my little sister, y'all. With a big old smile. And Faith, any um, ideas? Costume ideas? I have a pair of wolf ears at home. <laughs> 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 you can be one of those high school girls that thought they were like a cat girl. Oh, no. <laughs> you can be that. People are going to think I'm a furry, but like a low-budget furry. Yes. It's I'm a good costume. Yeah, furry. Yeah. You're like, this is how dedicated I am to it. I got Some ears. I got a pair of wolf ears that a little kid gave me for Christmas. So you're switching Six years the ago. Yeah, the for the cat ears. Cat ears, ears for the wolf ears. Yeah. Nice. I'm planning to dress as a brat's. I don't know, the bread sauce. Which one? Which one? The bread. I'm not too sure. Maybe you'll you'll work all of them. Okay, you guys. Well, is that like the LOL? LOL is like the older. So you know how like Barbie had this whole thing. She was like perfect girl. So Bratz was supposed to be like the kind of rebellious teen. Oh my god! But like they were also diverse because not all of them were white. They're all fashion. Know that. Fashion icons. That makes so much sense. Yeah, they they're the ones that wear those uh, sophisticated tall boots with the Fur coats and oh all yeah, that. and they were like kind of like scandalous at the time because they were like heavy makeup, heavy like makeup, yeah, scandalous like for like kids. It, it was Barbie. a kids show. It was like Barbie, Barbie, but they were more fashion. I mean, there was nothing wrong with them. Mm, no, it's just like people like in comparison to Barbie. People yeah, like Barbie was real like oh cute dress, cute skirt, uh, blonde hair. That's it. And Brad's were like di- more diverse, a little more sophisticated makeup. Those low rise fashion, y two k fashion. Basically. Yeah, I like that. Is she wearing a beanie? Oh my god, <laughs> Bar- Barbie would never. And the thing is that there's like a wide diversity as of how you can dress because they didn't always wear the same thing. You know what I mean? They w- they wore something other than pink, and it yeah. was kind of the look. Huh. They had their their little caps or beanies and stuff. So like now that we're looking at pictures of the Bratz dolls, I kind of realize it just came full circle. Like guys, like I see like middle Res- schoolers dressed like this. Like relevant now more than ever yeah but they're doing it now for irony right <laughs> like no i think it's just it's 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 the vibe, i think it's the vibe though yeah oh. but that's the plan and uh, i think we're all out of time here guys so thank you for joining us today and make sure to join us for another episode of the impulsive podcast thank you guys, thank you. Bye, guys. bye bye happy halloween